0: Welcome to Rachel Lawson's *The Magicians* podcast, a darkly gothic place. Without further ado, I bid you adieu. *The Magicians*, *The Locket and the Fief On a lonely, quiet, misty night after midnight in Melbourne, anything can happen, and it did. At that hour. Only the reckless and unprincipled wander around on such a night as this. A straggler from a theatre was wandering in the cool, calming night, remembering a lost daughter who had hid, lost many years ago on a night like this. This day, to be exact, twenty-eight years earlier, she was murdered with her husband as they walked the street. He was in. He came as he always did this night to lay a rose for them. He did so unloved for all the times he had come before that night. He pulled out an old locket, looked at it sadly, and opened it. Looking at the pictures inside it, they were his daughter and her husband. The father pulled a red rose from his inside coat pocket and lay the rose on the wet road. As the father knelt, laying the rose, there was a noise nearby on the road like a splash in a puddle. He looked up and saw a man with a gun trained on him don't move said the gunman father did as he was ordered what do you want asked the father the locket said the gunman thinking he could fence it for money you don't want it it just has a picture of my dead daughter and son-in-law said the father give it to me or you're dead said the gunman the father not wanting to die Gave the locket over to the thief, who left the father crying on the road, cursing his mortality. Later that day, the locket was found on the scene of a murderer, not the victim of the thief, but the thief himself. It was taken by the police, at Evans, which strangely disappeared. In the forensics. They thought it was stolen, so they identified the people in the photo, by evidence photos, to find the thief. They were found to be the daughter and the son-in-law of the local coroner, who they rightly picked as the thief, Blake the man in charge of the local Station said to his grand-nephew The Corridor. The Corridor guessed why he came. What, Uncle Ray? asked Dr. Blake Alexander, The Corridor. Why did you steal the locket? It was evidence. Said Sergeant Raynard Alexander to his nephew. Blake looked away from his uncle closing his eyes. It's mine, said Blake. He was too proud to admit that the police. he was robbed. Like it is evidence, said Radar sternly. No, it's mine. He stole it from me. When I was visiting the place, Kira and Alex were murdered, said Blake. What? Reynard said. He robbed me at gunpoint, telling me he'd kill me if I didn't give him the locket," said Blake. "You are a magician; you could have stopped him with magic," said Reynard. "I was scared," said Blake. "Ashamed." "Of what?" asked Reynard. "Can't be of death," I was said Blake. Why, you die all the time, if you give a Said Reynard to the King of the Grim Rapers. Blake? Maybe. But I can't die like that. It would kill me for good or bad. He saw only dollar signs. If I did his will, I would live, Blake said. You should report the robbery to the police officially, said Raynard. Blake looked at his uncle in the eye and said seriously, I can't. Just imagine how people would react if they knew I gave in to him and did just what he said. Me, the king of death, and a magician. I'll never live it down. You're right," said Reynard, teasing Blake. "Thanks," said Blake, smiling sarcastically. "If you don't come forward, we can't return the locket to you," said Reynard. "Lord, like if I don't give it back," said Blake seriously, "you can't steal evidence. You work for the police," said Reynard. "I can." Oh no, you can't." I won't let you, said Reynard shortly. Like, give it to your uncle, said Dante, who was Blake's assistant coroner and office assistant in the afterlife. Walking into the room. Dante, said Blake. I was listening, said Dante. Eavesdropping? How rude, Dante. Blake shortly. Blake, give back the evidence, or I will sit Jack Taylor on you, said Dante. He knew the only man who could annoy Blake enough to make him do the right thing. Was Jack Taylor? No, you wouldn't, said Blake. Dante pulled out his mobile phone. Don't, said Blake. Dante spoke to his phone. Sally, turn on speakerphone and call Jack Taylor, said Dante to the apricot phone. Calling Jack Taylor, said the phone. There was a dial tone sound. Hello, said Jack on the phone. Play candid over the locket. Sorry, wrong number, said Dante. Okay, said Jack on the phone. If the locket doesn't go to you, Blake, where should it go? asked Renaud. After it's released? said Blake. Why not give it to Astra? Your granddaughter, Blake, said Dante. She's Valkyra and Alexander Mellon's daughter. Yes, she will love it, said Blake. I will try to get a gift to her, said Raynard. As he looked at the picture of his grandson, Astra's father, Alex, sadly, remembering how happy Astra's parents were t- together, and how much in love they were, and how happy they'd be with their daughter having the locket. Thank you for listening. Remember, the magicians will return, so keep an eye on this site if you like the stories and poetry. Without further ado, I bid you adieu. Till next time.